Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Pub Trivia Experience. My name is Mike, and tonight the tables have turned. We are doing what we call the hot seat. The hot seat, for uh, those of you that haven't heard our previous renditions of this, is when we take uh, one of our contestants and we put them through a little bit of an endurance test, if you will. Uh, Tonight, we have Chris here, our illustrious host, and he is going to be facing 45 minutes of nonstop trivia questions. I... Having been through this on the other side, I can tell you it is absolutely a little bit of an endurance test and it's an adrenaline rush. It's a lot of fun. Uh, Chris, how are you feeling about this, though? Uh, so, Mike, I, I read your last game and like I, I genuinely am concerned because I, I read those questions and you kicked my butt. Like I, I, I saw the answers, and I'm like, I don't know that I could have even guessed to some of those that you got. So I'm I'm a little concerned, but you know what? I'm not competing against you. I'm competing against me, and I feel good about my chances against me. I think I can at least break even. <laughs> no, Chris, I, I will tell you uh, the, the biggest thing is those stretches when you miss a couple and you start to question your sanity and everything like that. Uh, but I will also tip my cap to you. I think it is... I'm very nervous as the question reader, so I'll be curious to see how this goes. Uh, Chris, are you uh, drinking anything tonight in honor of your hot seat to get yourself more in the mood? I am. Hold on one second. Let me grab it. Oh, that is a bottle or a can opening from... Mr. Former Beer Cleanse himself. What are you drinking? Uh, Mike, I have grabbed myself. Uh, so uh, I, I'm not actually embarrassed to admit this at all, but uh, you guys know, if you've listened to the show before, that I am a big fan of Mr. Kevin Smith. He's a, an American filmmaker from Red Bank, New Jersey. Uh, actually, from Leonardo, New, New Jersey. I apologize. Um, but throughout the course of his films, he has a, a restaurant that keeps popping up called Moobies, M-O-O-B-Y-S. Um and while he's not like this huge, hugely successful filmmaker, he's got a really big cult following of people that love his stuff. Well, they created a movies pop-up out in Hollywood. So it was a pop-up restaurant where you can get like his uh, uh, the cow tipper burger, the cock smoker chicken sandwich, uh, onion rings, tater tots, all the stuff that you would usually get. Or even like they had the uh, the mall, the, the chalk cover pretzels from mall rats. Um, and like, this is all novelty <laughs> stuff, right? This is all stuff that like you can get anywhere, but for some reason spending as much money as I did to go to the, the pop-up location they had that came to Orlando, Florida was worth it. But one of the things that they had, um, is called the movie movies, fun time lager. This is from a uh, motorworks brewing, which I believe is actually right here in Bradenton, if I'm not mistaken. Um, but it's a, it's definitely a local craft beer. It says you're drinking it. Snoochie Boochies, looking for an ice-cold crispy brew to go with your cow tipper? You're in luck. We've rounded up some sweet grassy mods fresh off the Garden State Parkway for this exhilarating light beer brewed with Pilsner and wheat malt. This lightweight golden lager's got blazing cold gold clarity and soft fruity sweetness, while German noble hops give it a totally chill bitterness with a clean and kind of dry finish. Mooby's Funtime Lager is a crisp, refreshing uber quaffable light beer 
and very nice very nice does it does it uh live up to the description on the can oh, it's delicious yeah nice it's, it's a good I, to, to clarify for our listeners that was hollywood florida i believe right uh it was actually in orlando or yeah but you said hollywood so i was thinking oh yeah well i, I Oh no! It started out. With, no, it actually started out in Hollywood, California, and they've been doing. Oh, it did start in Hollywood, California. Okay. They've been doing. They do like like a one to two week residences at different cities. So they've did like Vancouver and New York and Jersey. Obviously, they did Orlando. They went up and did Boston. They're doing, I think, Des Moines, Iowa. Ah, because why not? Why, exactly. But uh, no, uh, the beer's good. It was a limited release, so no one else can get it. I don't think, unless unless. Uh, Motorworks has any left where they are from or at their store. But no, it's a light beer. It's only 12 ounce. It's a 12 ounce can. It's only uh, it's under 5% ABV. But I really think this is going to help me here. I, I think uh, I'm going to channel my inner inner Holden, inner Holden, nah. and see what I can come up with. Hopefully not Holden Caulfield. Uh, I also have a 12 ounce can here. Uh, it's not quite under 5% ABV. I actually had it on our horror movie trivia episode. Uh, it's the death by coconut from Oscar blues, Irish style Porter brewed with coconut and chocolate. It's actually 6.5 ABV, but, uh, I needed something not too strong so that I can actually manage to read questions and not totally mess it up. So, so this is a delicious beer. You know, I don't necessarily think of Oscar blues as a, uh, from porters so much, you know, they tend to be more, obviously I think a Dale's pale ale and those kinds of things, but, uh, this is actually a really good beer, uh, death by coconuts, or in this case, death by question, hopefully not, hopefully not literally, but, uh, yeah, we're going to, uh, we're going to launch into this, Chris. I don't know. How are you feeling? Give me, give me your, uh, give me your thoughts. Your adrenaline pumping. What, what are you thinking right now? No, I'm, I'm nervous. I think once I can find a way to get like one or two, like correct answers under my belt i'll feel better but right now just no i'm feeling i'm actually feeling nervous i'm i can't sit still in my seat uh which is weird like i've sounded like an idiot on this podcast here for like two plus years and right like now it's only me so there's not like i can blame anyone else for what's about to happen it's gonna be me and my knowledge or lack thereof it's it's a tough road man but you know Live for those streaks because you'll hit them. If, at least in my in my experience, you get you'll get a couple questions. They'll they'll start clicking. It'll feel a little better. Uh, you know, you just got to kind of power through until then. I wish you luck. Uh, are you ready to begin? Yeah. What the hell? What the hell? I like the enthusiasm. All right, Chris. In that case, I have selected your first question and. Your timer will start after I have finished reading it. Hey, real quick, real quick, before we get into this, I'm going to throw it out there. Sure. I know you didn't use it last time, but I will probably take my break at some point. Oh, no, absolutely. That was that was a, quite frank, I'll be completely honest with myself, that was a legitimately stupid goal to set. <laughs> Where I was like, I'm not going to use my timeout. Like, I'm just a stubborn ass is really what that comes down to. <laughs> Uh, I, I think long-term listeners of the pub trivia experience or probably even people that have listened to a single other episode that I've been on are from somewhat familiar with that. So <laughs> no, I, I highly encourage you to use it. I'll take every, uh, every little bit of advantage I can get, but Mike, I'm ready. Go ahead, sir. And here 
we go. Your first question. A few notes of the French national anthem, La Marseillaise, play at the start of what Beatles song? Of course, we start with a Beatles question. Um, Chosen for you, my friend. Yeah, I'm not a huge Beatles fan. Uh, Back in the USSR? Decent guess. All you need is love. All you need is love. Oh, that makes sense. Okay. A five-note melody, D-flat, D-flat, G, D-flat, and A-flat, is the famous jingle for what technology company? Oh, it's uh, it's IBM? Oh, close. Intel. Intel, Intel. yeah. Oh. A fixture in urban settings, Columba Livia is the scientific name for what birds? Pigeons. That is correct answer. Good job. Good job. A food and wine magazine article titled Cook Like a Pit Master presents tips on preparing what kind of food? Oh, God. Um, Are they looking for like a general term like barbecue or do they need to be more specific? Barbecue is a correct answer. I will give that one to you. Uh, Your next question. A form of vitamin A... Retinol is a popular ingredient in which drugstore item? Retinol? Retinol. Can I get a reread one more time? Sure. A form of vitamin A, retinol, is a popular ingredient in which drugstore item? Antacid? The answer is wrinkle cream. Wrinkle cream. (laughs) Okay. I, I, yeah, go figure. Originally sung by Peggy Lee and covered by Madonna, the song Fever mentions what famously amorous pair? Uh, Anthony and Cleopatra. I have no idea. Legit guess. Romeo and Juliet. Oh, that makes sense. Damn. Yeah. Uh, No, good guess, though. Originally used by American Indians, the term powwow is now mainly refers used to refer to a what? It's like a like a huddle or a group, like a meeting of some sort. Meeting is a correct answer. I'm going to give it to you. Originally voiced by John Goodman, which of the five animated M&M spokes candies is a peanut M&M? The yellow. You are damn right. Originally a excuse me, originally a pound cake recipe called for a pound of butter plus a pound of all but I'm gonna skip that because it says but which of the following and then doesn't provide any <laughs> any list. Anyway. Um so moving on. Originating in Turkey, sultanas are a flavor variety, flavorful variety of what food? Sultanas. A flavorful variety of Maybe it's a cracker like saltine. Oh, that's a good guess. Uh, the answer is raisins. Raisins. Oh, I like raisins the way they are, actually, but go, that's fine. Right. Sun-made sultanas. Uh, eh, no. I think they're flavorful as they are. Um, in the movie Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs, how many of the dwarfs' names do not end in Y? Bashful and Doc are the only two I can think of. I'll go two. And two is a correct answer. Well done. 
in the movie The Lord of the Rings, The Return of the King, insert groan here for you, the king in the title refers to whom? Oh, God. Uh, so it's King Aragorn at the end, but he's not really re returning. Uh, unless they're like returning like the realm of man. So I'll go Aragorn. Aragorn is a correct answer. He's definitely returning. Um, is he? Okay. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, in the movie The Sound of Music, the Von Trapps escape the Nazis by trekking through what mountain range? Oh, is it the Alps? It is the Alps. Well done. Well done. In the name of communications giant AT&T, the second T originally stood for what? Oh, is it? I'm telephone or telecommunications. I'll go telephone. It was actually telegraph, which is why they no longer stand for that. That makes sense. <laughs> I'm 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 guessing. In the name of the famous 1980s British band, what word follows psychedelic? Uh, famous is a really you can put that word in quotation marks. Uh, I've heard I've heard of a band called the I thought I heard of a band called the Psychedelics. Um, I, I don't know the psychedelic clan. Yeah, the, the, this one's, a, that was a tough one and weird and kind of weirdly phrased. The psychedelic furs is the name of the band. Oh, okay. See, not a music guy. <laughs> a 4th of July staple, a firework that periodically emits sparks and balls of fire is called what? Uh, we called them Roman candles. That is absolutely what you called them. Correct answer. A fragrance by Christian Dior, Fahrenheit 32, gets its name from the temperature at which what happens? Uh, 32 degrees Fahrenheit, I believe, is when water freezes. You are correct. A fumarole, I hope I answered, I hope I pronounced that correctly. A fumarole is an opening in the Earth's crust, typically found on or near what type of natural formation? Volcano? That is correct. Well done. A giant compound in Southern California houses Jay Leno's famous collection of rare and vintage what? Automobiles. Correct. You're on a roll. A great space-saving idea, a twin bed that slides underneath another twin when not in use is called a what? Uh, so I'm a, I think what they're looking for is trundle, but I've also referred to them as a trundle bed under a day bed, but I'm going to go trundle. I, trundle bed is what I have here, and I used to have one, so I believe that is a correct answer. Orzo is a type of Italian pasta shaped like what? Oh, God. Orzo uh, bow tie? Is that what bow tie? They are looking for grains of rice. Oh, okay, no. Uh, Ossicones are hair-covered horns atop the head of which mammal? Hair-covered horns on the top of which mammal? That's a good question. Uh, what mammal? Okay, so... I've seen a lot of mammals. I am a mammal. Um, <laughs> Hair-covered horns? 
hair covered horns, ossicones. So I, I think if I remember, I think like young deer have before they become like antlers, maybe they're they're covered. I'll go I'll go deer. I, I think like the early deer have hair covered horns, but I don't know. That is a fair guess. The correct answer is giraffes. Oh my god, I forgot they have horns. You know, it's actually, well, I won't bore you with that story, and we have a time limit, so I'll just continue. Other than Antarctica, what continent has the smallest population? Australia or Oceania? Uh, the continent. We'll take, yeah. we'll take Australia. <laughs> Out on parole since 2007, Sarah Jane Moore spent decades in prison for trying to assassinate whom? Oh, was she Gerald Ford or was she? I think she was Gerald Ford. She was Gerald Ford. That is correct. Outraging conservationists who said a tree is a tree. How many more do you need to look at? I honestly have no idea who would be that outspoken in that type of tone. Uh, Jane Fonda. Hmm. Uh, we were actually uh, keeping with the president uh, trend. That was Ronald Reagan. Ronald Reagan. Oh, that actually does sound right. My Lord. All right. Uh, this is a tough one. In the NATO phonetic alphabet that begins Alpha Bravo Charlie, how do you spell USA? Uh, uniform Sierra Alpha. Oh, hold, do you want the entire United States of America or just the three? No, you got it. You nailed it. Well done. Well done. Well done. I don't know if I would have been able to pull up with S. Uh, well done. In the nautical expression, shiver me timbers, the word timbers originally referred to what? Okay, so I'm, I'm assuming it, it's going to be either the poop deck or your legs. But I'll say it's like the, the ship deck or the poop deck of the ship. Oh, it could be. It like says the hull. hull. It, it says the hull, hull of a ship. I, I'll, 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 I'll give it to no, you. No, it's a different part of the ship. I should have. I mean, about it. it's yeah. That's that's borderline. Yeah. Okay. All right. In the news of in, excuse me, in the news in 2012, a type of political fundraising group that can raise and spend unlimited money is called a what? Are they are they a pack? Are they a super pack? I'm just going to go pack. I don't know what else they would have been called. Uh, unfortunately, they are looking for super pack. No, so that's fine. I didn't know if there was a if there were differences in in how those went. So that's fine. I I, I don't I actually don't either. But they do say super pack, so uh, I think that's probably different from just a regular pack. In the novel A Tale of Two Cities, Madame Defarge spends most of her time doing what? I read this book too. Uh, sitting, I, I honestly don't know. I don't have that type of recollection to it. Uh, te technically speaking, I'm pretty sure she was sitting while she was doing this, but I'd remember this incredibly well. She was knitting. That that yeah, that sounds right. Wow, I should have. She, if I, I'm just trying to get through them. If I had taken her to think about it, I might have gotten there. I, I had one or two that were like that during my round too. So I hear you. All right, moving on though. A group of what birds is known as murder? Is it a murder of... I'm, I'm talking this out. I'm not saying the answer. A murder of crows. Understand. A murder of ravens. 
Murder of Vultures. I think it's a murder of crows. It is a murder of crows because they will straight up murder your ass. Like, seriously, those birds are insane. A haiku is a Japanese poem consisting of how many lines of verse? Is it five? Ah, so close. It's three. Yep, that's right. Three, five, seven, five. five seven, that's five. what it is, yeah. You know, uh, a hand gripping the Holy Grail is depicted on pints of what Ben and Jerry's ice cream flavor? Uh, I'm not a Ben and Jerry's guy, so I'm going to say the flavor is called Raiders. Nope, I can't say that. I was going to say Raiders of the Lost Tart, but that can't, that's the wrong Indiana Jones reference. The Last Juice Aid. Uh, that was what that was a good guess. This is fantastic. I've never heard of this before. It is Vermonty Python. <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing. Oh my God, that's hilarious. That's amazing. Oh my god. Oh, I want that. I want to eat that right now. Vermonty Python. Right? Oh my God. How fantastic <laughs> is that? Oh goodness. <laughs> okay, that was that. That All was right. a little bit of okay. That was the laugh I needed. I'm gonna shake this funk off now. I'm ready. I'm gonna that's right. That's right. You're beer. going. You're going. Yeah, no, you're cruising, man. You're cruising. All right. A hectare is a metric unit used to measure what? Volume. Close. Area. Uh, Area. Okay. A herpetologist deals with the study and classification of what? And it is not sexually transmitted diseases. I took my joke. Herpetologist. Sorry. The study and classification of... Oh God, I I honestly don't know because it's I don't think it's anything weather related. Herpetologist, maybe uh, it could be biological. So I'm gonna say organisms, and if you need to be more, be more specific, I can try. Ah, um, technically speaking, these are organisms, but I'm just gonna I'm just gonna go ahead and move on. <laughs> Because my, they're looking for reptiles and amphibians. Oh, my guess would have been insects, so I was wrong. That's fine. Oh, okay, yeah. Okay, moving on. Uh, over 17,000 feet tall, Mount Kenya is the second highest mountain on what continent? Uh, Africa, I hope. <laughs> it's going to take a lot to drag me away from you. <laughs> <laughs> that is a correct answer. Uh, sorry. You're good. <laughs> Over 30 years ago, which of these presidents signed legislation to immunize Americans from swine flu? Okay, which, excuse me, which president signed legislation to immunize Americans from swine flu? Over 30 years ago. Yeah, would it be, the, the two that come to mind would have been maybe Carter or Reagan. I want to go Ronald Reagan, he had a longer term, so maybe it's Reagan. Actually, even older than that, an even shorter term, the correct answer is Gerald Ford. Oh, wow. Yeah. All right, Chris, here you go. Owned by Donald Trump, the Mar-a-Lago Club is a 126-room estate located in what resort town? Yeah, I I think we went there for your freaking bachelor party, and I don't remember much from that weekend, but I think it's West Palm Beach. 
they just, I don't remember if it's West Palm Beach or just Palm Beach, but they just have Palm Beach here. I know we went to West Palm Beach for your bachelor party. I don't know we did. where we stayed, so I'll, I'll, that's fine. It might be Palm Beach. We did not stay at Mar-a-Lago. Thank, no, 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 no. In fact, we got caught in traffic trying to get through the area around Mar-a-Lago to go to the bar. We did. So of and all that the was... complaints I have for former President Trump, that <laughs> is somewhere on yep. the list. <laughs> all right, fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, Chris, you're you're doing really well. You're way more than, uh, well, you're not way more, but you're more than a third of the way through. So we're just going to keep right on trucking. Uh, if you need a timeout, just let me know. But in the meantime, painted in 1893, the famous Edvard Munch painting, The Scream, depicts an organized figure holding his hands where? It's over their face, on the sides of their face, but yeah. On his cheeks, yes, is the answer they give you. I, you are absolutely correct. You know exactly what you're talking about. You might be channeling Macaulay Culkin Home Alone. I don't know, but we're going to move on. <laughs> Paleontologists believe that which of these prehistoric... Which... <clears throat> Paleontologists believe that which prehistoric animal was likely covered in feathers? That's probably a lot of them. I'll, I'll, I'll refine this somewhat, say which dinosaur. Well, I figured that. Um... The one that comes to mind, I think, would be the 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 raptor. Uh, that is correct. The velociraptor, commonly known yeah. as the raptor. I will give that one to you. In the novel Twilight, Edward and Bella attend Forks High School, which is located in what United States state? Uh, Washington. Correct. That one I get right. In the... Freaking tail of two cities. <laughs> right. In the number 4.231, what digit is in the hundredths place? The three. That is correct. Tenth, hundredth, thousandth. Correct. In the nursery rhyme, The Farmer in the Dell, what stands alone? Is it the cheese stands alone? It is the cheese stands alone. All right. In the... Well done. Well done. Uh, You're clicking, man. You're clicking. In the Old Testament, who said, quote, I am a stranger in a strange land? God, I hope it's Job. (laughs) (laughs) Is that your final answer? No. um, I'm assuming it's Moses. It'd be my best guess. It is, in fact, Moses. Good guess. Stranger in a Strange Land, great book, too, by Heinlein, if you uh, ever get a chance to read it. In the Olympics, a decathlon has how many more events than a triathlon? I'm going to say, well, deck, try. I'm going to say seven more events, although I couldn't name any of them. I, it's probably that- right. That is correct. And I was like, ooh, that's like a weird question because it requires you to know things and then do math. I like that question, though. Like that requires a little bit of a little bit of logic. No, fair. That is a fair point. Uh, This next question has nothing associated with that. (laughs) (laughs) A historic site since 1982. The Barbizon Hotel was once a resident for young single women in what U.S. city? Since 1962? 1982. 
I honestly don't know. If it's Des Moines, Iowa, I'm going to be a little pissed. Uh, it's going to be a major city, I would think. 82 might have been around the time it was getting... Well, it was always been busy there. I'll say Los Angeles, just to hedge some bets. Because I don't. I think if it was New York, I would have heard it. Uh, legit guess, but the fact that you have not heard it uh, belies your statement. Because the correct answer is New York. Ah. A hot dog topped with chili sauce, raw onions, and mustard is named after what famous New York City neighborhood? Okay, what were the ingredients again? A hot dog chopped with chili sauce, raw onions, and mustard. Okay, so is it... um... I've heard of a Coney dog, but Coney Island isn't really a neighborhood. And we think New York City, typically that refers to Manhattan. But I... A Greenwich dog? I, that'd be my bad. I, I don't know. A Greenwich dog. Oh, no. Hold on. Uh, you're locking with it with that? I was going to change it to a Dodger dog, but no. Granite, Dodger dog. It doesn't matter. They're both wrong. Uh, it, it it says Coney Island. I'm kind of with you. I don't really think of that as a New York City neighborhood, but that's the way the question is I actually phrased. looked at Coney Island uh, not too long ago because we were talking about going there maybe this summer, but no. it's it, it There is a neighborhood there, so it's not wrong it's just not what you typically think of coney island oh surround understand understand yeah all right here you go though chris a key component in their company logo pixar's max uh, pixar's mascot luxo jr is what it's a desk lamp it is a desk lamp well done a key figure in the 2008 presidential election Ohio native Joe Wurzelbacher is better known as what? 2008 presidential Joe Wurzelbacher? Oh my God. I like, I was alive and paying attention to presidential politics at that point in time. And I do not know. Um, I don't have a, Yes, uh, Broadway. No, hold on. No, Broadway Joe's different. Uh, Broadway Joe. <laughs> Bingo Joe. When you hear it, you're gonna kick yourself. Joe the plumber. Ah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yo, Damn. yo. A key plot point in the Social Network: the exclusive frat-like clubs of Harvard University are called what? Oh. Damn you, Sorkin, and your verbose dictionary of language. <laughs> um, there's something clubs like the not the Jack clubs, or like the, the the Nil clubs, or the it's something clubs. I, the Jack clubs, I guess, is what I'll go with. But it's not right. Uh, it's a legit guess. You got still got closer than I did. Uh, the final clubs. Final clubs. Final yeah. clubs. Yeah, Chris, I will give you this. You are more than halfway home. You're more than halfway home. We're going to keep right on trucking. Paris's largest airport is named after what French leader? Napoleon. It's not right. I can't. I'm taking my break now. After the. Yeah, are, you, are you ready to take your break yeah, after I'm this out, question? I'm getting pissed at myself, so. 
All right. We're going to take our break out of this question. The correct answer was Charles de Gaulle. Charles de Gaulle. Damn. Okay. So I'm paused right now. I've got 21 minutes and two seconds left. And I really just need a minute to compose myself. Mike, can you go ahead and give all of our listeners a kind of a rundown of the socials and all that fun stuff while I just. No, absolutely. Yes. For sure, yeah. So, uh, as as you guys have noted, uh, Chris has been already run through the gauntlet here. He's more than halfway home. Uh, he's doing a great job so far, uh, contrary to what he feels like he's doing. I feel like he's done a great job. Uh, but, yes, I will go ahead and mention during our momentary break here that uh, if you're enjoying the pub trivia experience, uh, you can find us on the social media platforms that are, you know, I think most commonly used. I, I don't know, but, uh, the, 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 certainly most of the ones that I use are Facebook and Instagram or at pub trivia experience and also Twitter at pub trivia pod. Uh, it, you can also email us at pub trivia experience at gmail.com or excuse me, G- uh, I did say that, right? Never mind. I've been drinking or you can visit the website, pub experience.com and also, you can come visit us on our brand new, uh, new-ish Facebook group. We have a, we've launched a new group uh, called The Lounge. It's a lot of fun. We invite listeners of the Pub Trivia Experience as well as uh, people that are on the Pub Trivia Experience, everybody, that, everybody that's involved, all that kind of stuff. It's just a place where we can have community, you know, share some jostling with, with fans and that kind of thing. We also include... Uh, that's a joint community for fans of both uh, both of our family of podcasts, both Pub Trivia Experience and the Boozy Bracketology. It's just a it's a fun little place where we can swap some comments, you know, talk about what you like. Come, you know, complain about some of the decisions we make on Boozy Bracketology or some of the ridiculous answers that are made to trivia questions, probably mostly by me. Uh, it's, it's a, it's a great time. It's fun. It's all friendly, you know, so visit us there. If you're enjoying the show, of course, always, uh, we certainly appreciate if you would leave us a five-star review. Uh, you know, we, as much fun as we have putting all these shows together, they do take some work. So that would be much appreciated. Um, as Chris said, he has 21 minutes and two seconds left. Uh, he's been plowing through it so far. He has gone through, by my math, approximately 50-some questions, about 54 questions, I think, is where he's at oh, right wow. now I'm, at the I'm halfway nowhere point. near your clip then, am I? Well, I, I, I don't know that, and I might be doing the math wrong. When you are ready to resume, I am ready to resume for you. Uh, you know what? At this point, I'm good. Let's uh, let's keep going. I got 21 minutes left of questions to answer, and let's see how far I can go. 21 minutes and two seconds. Do not count those two. Do not discount those two seconds. As I've, uh, I'm not even going to make that joke. Mike, take us. Away. Yeah, I know. I was. Uh, yeah, I was there too, and I just decided not to. All right. Uh, we will start the timer again after I am done reading your very next question, which is. Partly due to its rounded shape and leathery green skin, what fruit is also known as an alligator pear? So I think I remember this being a fruit. I'm going to go with the avocado. The avocado is a correct answer. You're starting off well, starting off well. Passed in, excuse me, passed by Congress in in 1798. 
the Sedition Act focused on what problem? Oh my God, I should totally know this, and I don't know this. Um, I don't know if this is when the Three-Fifths Compromise came up, but I'm going to say, like, uh, voting eligibility for enslaved people? No, it was actually concerned with treasonous activity. Ah, okay. Oh, sedition. But what the hell's wrong with me? No. <laughs> That's all right. That's all right. It's all right. Moving on. Uh, passed by the Senate in 2010, the CALM Act, C-A-L-M Act, requires TV broadcasters to limit the volume of what? Um, 2010, maybe violence? I, I honestly don't know. I've never, I, I'd never heard that before. I'm genuinely surprised about this as well. The actually answer is commercials. Hmm. Yeah. Who knew? All those people watching CNN to watch the latest <laughs> from Viagra. <Right? laughs> exactly. Uh, all right, Chris, your next question. Pastis, Sambuca, and Uzo are three similar liqueurs that all have what distinctive flavor? Oh, that's, uh, I think it's called licorice, but I know it's black licorice. So I'm inclined to give it to you because that's also what I think of it as. But the answer given here is anise. It, it's the same thing. Like all it's three the of same those thing, are, are right? the flavor of black licorice. That that's okay. I I so I'm gonna give that one to you. I'm gonna argue that one there because damn it, I know my sambuca. That yeah, I know, and I know my uzo. So we're we're two two out of three, which as we've established, Meatloaf says is not bad. Moving on. In the opening credits, what cartoon dad drops off his two kids at Little Dipper School and Orbit High School? Meet George Jetson. Bum, bum, hey, by the way, if you have not answer. listened to the best TV show, the theme song, Bracket on the Boozy Bracketology podcast, the Jetsons are on there. So go ahead and give it a listen. It's a, a, actually a really fun time. Mike, back to you. Chris squeaking in the teaser for the, <laughs> the, the shout out. I love it. You should have paused the timer. Anyway, I'm going to move on. In the original edition of Trivial Pursuit, what category is represented by the color yellow? Ask the colorblind boy a question about colors. I think it's games, I know. And, games and hobbies, but I don't know. Uh, oh, the sports, sports and leisure. leisure. Sports and leisure is orange. No, uh, never mind. So you were wrong anyway. Uh, yellow is history. Yellow is history. All right, well. But yes, that was an unfair question. I'm sorry. No, I can uh, see yellow. Oscar... It's perfectly fair. Well, right. Well, still. In the Oscar-nominated 2009 movie, Fantastic Mr. Fox, who voices Mr. Fox? George Clooney. One of, damn right he does. One of the best animated films of all time. That movie is phenomenal. It, That's a great movie. It really is. Sure. All right. In the Paul Simon song, 50 Ways to Leave Your Lover. Okay, I'm going to skip that one because it says which of these is not one of the ways to leave your lover and then doesn't give me a list. So... But anyway, I will go to the follow-up question, which is, nope, that's also, that's another Paul Simon 50 Ways to Leave Your Lover question that also requires a list that is not given, so we're just going to keep moving on. Sorry. Uh, all right. A kilowatt is a unit of power equal to how many watts? 
I think Kilo is typically a thousand, but that could be the beer talking. Nope, that is absolutely correct. I did not ask Gigawatt, by the way. It would be 1.21. <laughs> right, exactly. A laid-back Hawaii native folk rocker, Jack Johnson, is famous for performing in what footwear? Uh, flip-flops. Really? Yes, that is correct. Uh, great show, by the way. A large bridge spanning the New River Gorge is depicted on the commemorative quarter of what U.S. state? Uh, what was the name of the gorge again? The New River Gorge. Is that West Virginia? Well fucking done, sir. Wow. Nicely done. That is correct. Uh, sorry, there's that explicit tag, but that was I'm impressed. Uh, a largemouth angler specializes in catching what variety of fish? Uh, I think I had one on my wall. I'm going to say bass. That is a correct answer. A late night talk show that debuted on TBS in 2009, The Lopez Show, is hosted by whom? George Lopez. I was going to insist on at least a first name there, but yes, you are correct. Patagonian Toothfish is served in restaurants under what more menu-friendly name? Patagonian Toothfish? Patagonian Toothfish. One of my wife's favorites, as it turns out. I've been to dinner with your wife. Uh, a toothfish? <laughs> yes, you have. Uh, Calamari. I honestly don't know. Uh, Chilean sea bass. Holy crap. Chilean okay. Patellofemoral pain syndrome is an unpleasant sports injury commonly known as what? Plantar fasciitis? Uh, they're looking for runner's knee. Runner's knee is the... Hmm. Okay. I think plantar fasciitis has something to do with the foot. Um, yeah, that would make sense. But Sorry. I, but I could be completely wrong. No, yeah, you're good. Um, all right. Patients who elect to have malar augmentation surgery wish to increase the size of their what? Is that? That can't be butt implants, can it? I'm going to guess butt implants because like, if, if I'm wrong, I'm still taking that as a, a witty answer. It is still a witty answer. It is not the augmentation surgery that I would wish to have. The correct answer is actually cheeks. That's a thing? Apparently. Oh, my God. Hold on. Hold on. Which uh, cheeks? That's a great question. <laughs> That's actually a great question. It just says cheeks. My assumption is that it's referring to facial cheeks, but technically speaking, it does not. Well, you know what happens so I'm when you, you assume. Half, I'm going to give you a half correct answer. I got, I got, I got three ass jokes and one question there. I'm taking that as a win. Yeah. Keep going. That is a total win. Moving on, your next question. Patty Hearst, Eddie Van Halen, and John McEnroe all voiced callers on what TV sitcom? I think I've heard John McEnroe do this, but I know callers on what TV sitcom. I know the voices from Frasier, or a lot of them are celebrities. I'm going to go Frasier. And Frazier is a correct answer. Well done. Payola is a type of illegal payment typically associated with what industry? Uh, 
servers, like restaurant workers. I don't know. I, I never heard that before. No, it's actually radio. How do you? Okay, never mind. Uh, it pay, pay, it's it's commonly like uh, payola. You pay you pay a radio station to play your oh, song. Oh, pay for more. play. Okay, Cor- correct. It's basically pay for play. Exactly. In the phrases bar mitzvah and bat mitzvah, bar and bat are Hebrew words meaning what? Bar and bat are. Uh, so I know. Uh, Bar mitzvah is the boy. Bat mitzvah is the girl coming into adulthood. Uh, boy and girl is my best guess. I honestly don't know. Uh, I I think I can't give it to you because they're actually looking for son and daughter. Uh, you're, that's fine. You're, you're, you're dead on in terms of the gender separation, but I think the relationship is important. No, no, no. That's, that's a legit question. In the popular abbreviation FAQ, the letter A stands for what? Frequently? The letter A stands for what? Asked? That is correct. <laughs> Sorry, you're talking. I assume the F word's coming. My bad. You're, that's not, in, not, not illegitimate at all. Uh, <laughs> in, in the popular children's song, On Top of Spaghetti, what causes somebody... what the uh, what causes the singer's meatball to roll off the table? I I honestly cannot wager a guess. I will just say earthquake. But my my eruption, flub actually eruption, gave you eruption. half. That makes more sense. My my <laughs> my flub actually gave you half the answer. It was when somebody sneezed. Somebody sneezes to cause this. Ew, I'm not eating that spaghetti. Or... It's disgusting. <laughs> COVID, guys, come on. <laughs> right? Uh, in the popular diet book, Eat Right for Your Type, what is the type the author wants you to eat right for? Body type? The correct answer is actually blood type. Blood type. Oh, okay. In the popular drink bubble tea, the little pearls or boba that gather at the bottom are typically made from what? I honestly have no idea. Bubble tea. So I'm trying to think like what would fall to the bottom of a glass like cranberries or anything like that would rise to the top ice would rise to the top bubble tea what would go to the bottom of a glass I honestly I everything I'm thinking of is going to be liquid based and those are going to those are going to flow I, I honestly don't know I I honestly didn't know either. The correct answer is tapioca. Ew. Yeah. No, I'm not having bubble tea ever, and I, I, I'm a drink enthusiast. <laughs> You're a wise man, Chris, but are you wise enough to answer this next question? I hope so. A leghorn is a type of what animal? I'm hoping it's a chicken, because I know foghorn leghorn was like this giant-ass chicken or rooster. 
I say, I say, I was going to be very disappointed if you did not get that. Yes, go. that is correct. I'll take it. I'll take that. A liger is an animal that results from the crossbreeding of a tiger and a what? A lion. That's right. Thank you, Napoleon Dynamite. <laughs> That's right. A likely expert on the Loch Ness Monster and the Abominable Snowman, a cryptozoologist studies what? That's an interesting question because a, is it... What were the two Loch Ness Monster and what? The Abominable Snowman. Well, I don't want to spend too much time thinking through this, but like, is it, it could be like fake animals or it could be like, like creatures that are not mythological, but like rumored to exist. So I, uh, I'll give it to you. I'll give it to you. You're, you're right there. It's, it's legendary creatures is what they say, but you're, you're right there. So I'll give it to you. Okay. Thank you. Yep. A local seafood joint called the Crab Shack is a frequent setting on what TV sitcom? Crab Shack? The, I don't know that I think of it as a sitcom. Hold on. Because the one that comes to mind is the bait bucket from SpongeBob, which I don't know why I know that. (laughs) The Crab Shack TV sitcom? I love sitcoms. Who goes to the freaking Crab Shack? Oh, I really don't want to say I don't know. I know Cougar Town takes place near Sarasota, Florida, so I'm going to say Cougar Town, but I don't think that's right. I'm 99% sure that isn't right. I've seen that show a couple times. Decent guess, uh, but uh, the correct answer is my name is Earl. Oh, okay. Jason Lee. Thank you, sir. Kevin Smith just screwed me. (laughs) Freaking Brody. Right. Your next question. A lover of learning. As of 2010, James Franco has in. Okay, I'm going to skip that one because it says enrolled in all but which of these universities, which and then it doesn't give me a list. Sorry to delay you. Pectin, a water-soluble carbohydrate, is an important greet in which of the following? Fuck, stop doing this. All right. Excuse me. Peddled by a charismatic infomercial pitch man, the ShamWow is primarily used for what task? It's usually, it's like a sponge. Like, it removes water. It it it, it holds in a bunch that's, of water. That's correct. Cleaning cleaning up liquids is is the answer they have. You're You're dead on. Peg's Law is a helpful mnemonic for remembering the names of the seven what? Deadly Sins? I have never heard that before. Could name all Deadly Sins, but that is correct. (laughs) Uh, I got there with gluttony. That's it. Right? Hey, there you go. I remember from David Fincher. Thank you very much. Uh, People traveling abroad often use GSM cell phones that use what for... That you, excuse me, that use what system for mobile communications? Okay, so there's a GSM is the one that takes, the, they take the SIM card. I don't know if that's what they're looking for, but SIM cards. There, it's global satellite I, something, but they, 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 they you, GSM versus like you said HDMA. You, but, you, yeah. 
Honestly, you, you, you said global and that's what they're looking for. Cause the system and the mobile or the S and M. No, that means something completely different. I, uh, yeah, I no, have I listened know. to we're, symphony we're, we're, and Metallica, sir. I know what that means. I have. Yes. I, yes. Anyway, I, as have I, all right, moving on. Uh, people who are getting x-rays taken commonly wear protective bibs containing what metal? Uh, that would be whiskey in a jar or lead. <laughs> That's I got another, another S and M reference in there. I'm taking that. Go ahead. I I was actually a Garage Incorporated reference. Damn it! it. Uh huh. In the popular Ice Age movies, the acorn obsessed character Scrat is what type of fictional beast? I thought he was a squirrel. Is he not a squirrel? He is a squirrel, but he's specifically a saber tooth squirrel. But I'm gonna give it to you because you gave me flying squirrel in the previous <laughs> in my time, so I'm gonna give it to you. In the Pulitzer Prize winning novel, The Amazing Adventures of Cavalier and Clay, who are Cavalier and Clay? Uh, they are previous iterations of Rocket and Clank. I don't know Ratchet and Clank. I don't know. Oh, I see. Okay, no, they're actually comic book artists. Apparently, comic book artists. All right, Chris, just over three minutes to go. We're going to plow ahead in the quality inspection process known as candling. Which of these foods, which food, excuse me, is held in a bright light? I honestly do not know. Um, What would I use a bright light? Bright lights, I think, can kill bacteria. I'm going to say it's some sort of a meat. Um, uh, my, you know what? I'm just not. Gonna, I'm not going to ask you to be more specific. The correct answer is eggs. Oh, I would have gone chicken. So you'd have to be more specific twice. Hey, right? Yeah, exactly. I was. I was worried that could spiral. So yeah. Um, in the Republican Party abbreviation GOP, the G stands for what? Oh, so many. Um general i don't know a grand actually grand old party grand old party okay in these in the schoolhouse rock cartoon conjunction function individual words are portrayed on what i have no idea poster board uh train cars they're on train cars yeah not my uh not my forte yeah i'm a little more of a gen xer than you all right we're getting it. We're getting close. Two minutes. Two minutes. Here we go. A lover of red meat and weaponry, Ron Swanson is Leslie Nope's mustachioed boss on what popular sitcom? Parks and Rec. Moving on. Well done. People who are cyber cyberchondriacs obsessively use the internet to hunt for what? Uh, deals. I, I don't know. Uh, me- medical information. Health information. Oh. In the song Folsom Prison Blues, Johnny Cash claims I shot a man in Reno for what callous reason? Just to watch him die. That is 100% correct. A major airport serving what U.S. city is named in honor of mayors William Barry Hartsfield and Maynard Jackson? That'd be Atlanta. That is correct. People who generate their own electricity or go without it are said to live how? Off the no, it's not off the grid. Uh, I don't know. Independently, uh, oh. it, it is. 
it is in fact off the grid. So I, I'm gonna I'm gonna allow it because I think that I think you knew what you were talking about. In the song Frosty the Snowman, what part of Frosty's face is made of a button? Nose. Eyes. 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 Nope, you were correct the first time. It was nose. Corn cob pipe and a button nose and two eyes made out of coal. Okay. A medicine man named Katut Liar is now a popular tourist attraction in Bali thanks to his appearance in what memoir? No idea. Good point. Moving on. Eat, pray, love was the answer to that one. People who selfishly prevent others from succeeding are sometimes compared to what? Which of these? Which animal in a bucket? The fuck? Fish? Uh, ah, close. Crabs. In the United States, a $100 bill is often referred to by what musical nickname? Benjamins. We were looking for C-Note. Your last question, a mere 4.2 light years away. What aptly named star is our son's closest neighbor? Well, I have time to think about it now because my time is up. Um, You do. Oh, God. Is it it the... Is it Polaris? Yeah, that's what I'm going to go with. Polaris is the North Star. It's aptly named because its name is Proxima for Proximus Uh, Centauri. Yeah, that's right. You're right. Well done, Christopher. Like this, like legitimately, like you guys are listening at at home or in your cars or wherever you're doing this. The gym. I I don't know. If hopefully you're not at the gym because you're probably laughing at me for being a dumbass. But Ah, no, 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 no. Chris, that's not easy. I actually have. No, it's not easy for sure. For sure. And if my math is correct, I have a very interesting thing to tell you. Okay. If my math is correct, you answered exactly 100 questions. Exactly 100 questions. Uh, 50 less than that's pretty cool. Ish less than you. Fewer than I, you. I, I, I don't trust your math on me, though, so. I, it's been well documented. My ability with math, with math is subject at best. Damn, yeah, that's not, but so, like, legitimately, that's not easy. Like, I, I, we came up with this idea because it's like, not easy. It'd be like, oh, this would be interesting to try. And like full disclosure here for for those that are listening. Uh, one of the driving forces behind this is that like Leah and myself are taking like legitimately, we're going to take a month off. Um, we're, we're taking our daughter. We're all vaccinated. We're taking our daughter up to, uh, up to new England to see my family. That's never met her before. And we're going to take like a month off. So we're trying this format one because you know, it's, it's interesting. We actually do try and, and try different stuff here. If you can't tell, but two is that, this will actually allow us to get these episodes edited in a somewhat quick turnaround time and get them posted so that we can actually go take time with our family and not worry about recording and production and all that. And I'm sitting there going, Oh, this will be, this will be easy. This is not easy. Yeah. <laughs> like, Oh my God. It, geez. It's an experience though. Right. Is it, is, is it not like, because, with the norm, with the quote unquote normal pub trivia experience thing, you you take your time, and you sort of have to. It's the pop culture uh, showdown, but 
expanded and you really have to think about how much time do I want to spend on a question versus when do you move on? And, and even though you're only competing against yourself, that's kind of the conundrum, right? Oh no, 100%. Like this was, this was, uh, like I'm competing against myself and I'm not, like, I'm not trying to make anyone feel good or bad. Cause like I'm more indifferent, but like, I feel like you're, you're 100% right. When you gave this feedback last episode, was like when you're done with it, like you kind of have to rest on those those moments when you get a couple of right in a row. But then there's those right. moments where you're like legitimately, like I think I got like four or five wrong in a row. It's just like, oh my god, am I even like like am I am I moderately smart? Like is this this whole podcast just like this this gigantic attempt to make me sound good by surrounding myself with smart people? Like what the hell's going yeah. on? So I describe it in a way as a reverse jeopardy. And what I mean by that is a friend of mine once observed that he said, the amount of pride that I feel when I know a question that nobody else on jeopardy knows is weird because I completely discount the times when people ring in right away on a question. I had no fucking clue. (laughs) So it's this weird dichotomy, right? So you, you think what I mean by that is you think of you remembering the questions that you had that you got wrong much more than the string of questions that you got right. That was the way I felt. I, I remembered much more like, oh, gosh, there was that string of like six questions that I just did not have any idea rather than there, there might have been a string of six questions that I got right. But that doesn't stick with you. Uh Well, everybody, uh, that's been another episode of the Pub Trivia Experience. Hey, listen, so you might have heard the the bumper at the beginning here. And if not, I'm going to plug it here because I don't know what I'm going to do a month and a half in advance. But uh, if you're not familiar with it, we have launched our own Patreon. Mike talked about it earlier. Like it actually takes a lot to put these on. Not only is it the recording, there's actually, believe it or not, a lot of editing and production that goes into the back end of this. If you're enjoying the show, if you legitimately like the show and you want to support us, uh, a couple of ways to do that. One uh, rate, review, subscribe, write us a review, leave us a five-star rating where we listen to the show. That'd be awesome. Two is tell your family, tell your friends, you know, have it on the, have it on when you're in car trips with friends, things like that. If they like us, maybe they'll listen. That'd be amazing. Uh, the number three is I don't, I'm, you know, I'm hesitant to say this, but if you enjoy the show and you want like bonus content and things like that, we have launched our own Patreon. So you can go to patreon.com slash P-T-E-B-B. That stands for Pub Trivia Experience Boozy Bracketology, the sister of podcasts here under the P-T-E brand. And we're going to have on that one feed, we're going to have bonus content for both the Pub Trivia Experience and the Boozy Bracketology podcast throughout the month and throughout the year. We're going to be posting special episodes on there. Uh, If you jump onto that website, you'll be able to see kind of what our tiers are and all that fun stuff. Um, but if you have the financial capabilities and you're, you're so inclined, we would really appreciate it, uh, just to help us recoup some costs and, you know, honestly, like throw some money towards someone to edit the episodes. That'd be save me a lot of time every week. <laughs> uh, but we honestly, Mike and I, we've been, we've been at this, Mike, we've been, we're originals, right? We've been here since the beginning. Oh, yeah, and it's been, what, uh, we're coming up on, where it's two and a half years now. Two and a half years, uh, and it's been... And it's been it's been a great time. It has, it has. Like, this all started off as a way for me to hang out with my friends, which was awesome, and then... Right. 
like life took us to different states and different time zones and kids and all that. And this has just been like one of the things I can do to not just keep my current friends, but grow newer and deeper relationships with other friends. And this has been like one of the high, I look forward to this. Every time we do this, I genuinely look forward to doing this. Same here for sure. For sure. But everyone, that's my, my sappy moment here. Uh, I am on vacation. If you're hearing this right now, I'm on vacation. So, Hey, uh, follow us on Instagram, pub trivia experience, uh, Twitter at pub trivia pod. Uh, the lounge on Facebook is your home for all things, pub trivia experience and boozy bracketology. Come on there. Like legit, like talk with us, converse with us. Tell me, Hey Chris, I hope you're having a good vacation. Because I hope I am as well. I think I'm going to be trying some craft beer up in the Providence region of Rhode Island. But neither here nor there. You've heard enough from us tonight. Ladies and gentlemen, for the Pub Trivia Experience, I have been Chris. And I have been Mike. Have yourselves a great night, everybody. Chris, you 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 have your timeout. You you're, you're taking a breather. How are you feeling, dude? I, I feel like I'm getting beat up beat up in that first half, and I feel like like I'm I'm I know I'm not on I'm not competing with anybody here, but I don't like the clip that I'm operating at, so I'm going to try and speed it up this round, uh, or this the, for the second part of this game. But man, like this is not easy. Like legitimately, you I I put you through through the ringer for the first part here. This is not easy. It's not. It's a lot of no, fun. No, it's difficult. Like, it's legitimately sure. a lot of fun. I'm, I'm, ha- I feel like I'm stretching my brain, but these are like, I feel like these are trivia questions that you typically are going to be asked in a group setting. And I feel like in a group setting, if I had like three or four of us in a group, we'd get ninety plus percent of these because everyone's got their areas of strength. This here, like just on me, I feel like I'm struggling for that reason. Like I don't have that that group dynamic to kind of work with and talk through. So. I'm trying to get through them quickly, and I'm not even getting getting through them quickly at a good clip. I'm I'm spending too much time in my own head, but I'm I'm ready to go. Uh, I'm going to take a sip of water here to cut some of the beer out. Yeah. So the you mentioned you mentioned last time about about trying to, uh, you know, one of the things that we do with the, all the varieties of different kinds of things that we do here, we do try a little bit to somewhat channel the experience the pub trivia experience that's the name of the podcast and i would actually somewhat describe this as obviously a very fast-paced variant but this is basically like showing up to a pub trivia game and it's just you because one of the experiences of pub trivia generally speaking is you've got a team and you can bounce things off of other people and this is very much, it is, it is all you. And that is incredibly nerve wracking because you have thoughts and you, you want to bounce them off other people because that's the natural, the natural feeling. But in, in the hot seat, you got to just keep plowing forward. So would you, would you agree with that assessment? Oh, 100%. So like I, I've been yeah. on, this is the weird thing about hosting this podcast is like, I've gone to pub trivia with people 
And like, oh, like you're good at trivia, right? I'm like, no, like I'm not. I, I'm I'm good at drinking with my friends and having a good time. Um, right. And they're looking at you for answers, and you're like, I don't know anything about French literature. Like, come on, like <laughs> this is a question <laughs> about Batman. Dial me in, like oh. Joe Chill. Let's go. I'll always guess either Guy de Maupassant or Camus. I'm not going to remember like, those names. They don't even sound real now. <laughs> I took a couple years of French. That's the only reason I know them. But uh, <laughs> but no, you're, you're, you're exactly right. Like having success in trivia on a team is way different than being good at trivia. Like, you know, you, right? Oh, like, I agree. It's. Like to me, the fun like, and, part and Chris, you're still you're still very good at trivia, but it is a different experience. To me, the, the way I work when it comes to a trivia environment is, I, as I trying, I can't try and introduce like groupthink, and like I try and get people to reach into Absolutely. into their the 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 parts of their brain they may not have used in a while, and I try and crowdsource answers. And if we can get a couple people that agree with something, we're usually going to feel pretty good about it because usually. You, very suddenly in a trivia night, are you going to go there and someone's be like, oh, I know who the 37th King of England was or whatever the hell that needs to be. Like, no one knows what that is, but you can kind of logic to it a little bit and everyone will have one little piece of the puzzle and you can kind of piece things together. This is not like that at all. Like this year is like you're just on an island and I've I've done trivia by myself and I've done trivia with just like me and my wife, Leah. This is kind of what it feels like, because when you're on a when you're on a trivia team, you don't want your trivia team to be a bunch of people that think and have the same experiences. Like when Mike, when we used to play trivia together, right? Like a lot, I would say like 65 to 70% of our knowledge is shared knowledge. Like if you know the answer, I know the answer. And then the other, right. You know, 30, 35% is like maybe industry specific or background specific. We don't necessarily make great partners, but our team that we had, like we had a team that ran rough shot over the bar that we went to, for like a year right. plus. Right. And that team had this really great dynamic where it was literally people that were from all walks of life and had all these different cultural backgrounds and experiences that we could kind of crowdsource to get answers. And right now I'm missing them. Like, I, I kind of want to go back and bring those people back here and like, hey, guys, help me out. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It, the way the way I think of it is, is people that have seen the movie Slumdog Millionaire everybody is their own slumdog millionaire for a specific subset of trivia questions. Right. Oh yeah. Like there's always going to be the, that set of trivia questions. that's just like, Oh, I know this because, and completely random life experience that led you to that. 100%. It's so it real, it really is. It really is like that. But, uh, no, I think that's, I think that's a great assessment. Uh, honestly, like I said, I think you're, I think you're doing solid so far. Uh, 